Welcome to another episode of Onshore. I'm Nai. And I'm Sim. And today we're doing things a little bit differently. So today we are joined by my work colleague, Charlotte. Hey, Charlotte. Hi, Charlotte. Hi, ladies. So just recently, we've all got that colleagues yeah. and we talk about work stuff, but then in conversations, they drop a little bit of gems and you think, you know what? You're actually an interesting person. So there's no work. No there's work going on. Definitely no work going on. We have all <laughs> no these work. side compounds, don't we? I think for the past year, we've been having these, ever since Black Lives Matter, actually, because Charlotte was yeah. like our activist, our in-house. <laughs> you go, Charlotte. Yeah. How, can I ask, how on earth did you become an activist for the Black Lives Matter? What took you to that place? Obviously being white. Yeah, no, it's a really good question. And actually, and I I hear this a lot actually around this kind of conversation, but I think it was lockdown putting a standstill to people's lives and you start to reflect on just what matters in life. And I came across an activist on Instagram before George Floyd's and was following Breonna Taylor's story, Ahmed Aubrey, and then... Um, And it had been a few weeks and it was coming into like, you know, we were doing all the like Zoom catch ups with friends on Friday nights because there was nothing to do. And even on those, I was speaking to friends about it really passionately. And I was like, I can't believe the stuff that's happening and just like sharing things. And then George Floyd happened. And then I was like, right, I'm here. (laughs) Where do you need me? I'm ready to fight. Um, Yeah. And then I think that's when kind of conversations started at work now. And that's when we just started talking more about less work topics and just life. Yeah. Do you get like, do you feel like you get negative response from people that are more black or well, obviously that are black when you're getting involved in these kind of activities? Like what is the, what's the feedback that you get? Like, is it negative? Do you kind of get the sense that you're probably overstepping the mark? Like what, what kind, how do you feel in that moment when you're talking to other black activists? That's a really good question. Um, Seems straight in there. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's question. one I've never thought of because I think about how white people respond to it and the yeah. challenges I have with that, but not really that way around. I don't think I've had anything negative to be mm-hmm. able to, to have to think about it. I think it's always felt quite kind of welcome. And I'm really, you know, I do a lot of like self-education on what you should and shouldn't say to like certain people as well. I don't expect like black people to educate me on this matter I know it's like my doing so I'm like I really like having conversations and learning through it but I wouldn't go and like oh here's 10 questions I wanted to ask about your thoughts on you know because that's just <laughs> not right or weird it's just weird and it's not the kind of person I am um yeah and I think as well like like I have one specific like black friend who's a really close friend and she's American and has spoken to me about these topics for years and um she like has even like she did a master's and she would it was like a politics master's and I would like proofread her essay so I knew like about this stuff but it's like it never Mm. went in or I don't know but then now like we have these conversations all the time and it's more conversational and like kind of get into the root of things rather than just her like telling me and then Mm. me kind of being like oh that's really interesting that's awful but I'm gonna get on with my life yeah Um, yeah yeah, it's just different now and I think it does take life to to have a standstill for you to really kind of reflect and want Mm. you know to just be so vocal on it um I like that I remember having this conversation with another colleague actually and saying you know Charlotte's pushing marketing (laughs) to make a statement to be fair I think they were going to make a statement weren't they but they've been quite slow and Charlotte was Mm. just there bang 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 not stopping and pushing yeah and I remember having a conversation with another colleague 
white I can't, I can't actually remember who it was I was speaking to a white colleague and they were just saying just tell her to be careful because some people don't Ooh. like to be told yeah and yeah. I was like actually I don't want you to put yourself in a position where you're fighting for the cause but almost putting yourself yeah. at a, um, yeah. in a harmful kind of way really for promotion you know what it's like in a work yeah setting mm-hmm. and then Charlotte's response was I don't care <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if that's their response and this isn't the place mm-hmm. for me and I was just like yeah okay yeah. you know so yeah isn't yeah. it funny how you felt that it was a um a negative thing her speaking out and you felt like um scared for her like you shouldn't have to feel scared for her I shouldn't and have to but that's just life isn't it when people yeah. speak up especially I felt I could speak up if I wanted to because I'm black and I guess it, mm-hmm. it's more about me so to speak but actually yeah. seeing someone like Charlotte speak up I was just like oh, I get it mm-hmm. but just be careful because previously yeah. we didn't have allies before allies mm-hmm. weren't something that were championed or even welcome in some mm-hmm. companies it's almost like shut your mouth get your head down and shut up <laughs> who was you scared you know? who was you scared of for her like black people or white people I think or just ma- everyone I think I don't think black people because I think in this particular matter mm-hmm. if anyone was for the cause you you're welcome to the cookout you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're just welcome so I don't ever think there was that I know sometimes it was a little bit like you don't know anything don't talk for us kind of thing mm-hmm. but I yeah. think in this particular setting these conversations it was just more generally a bit of management a bit of culture in in where we work just be careful basically because I think yeah. there's something about people who not to say you're bullshit, um, Charlotte, but you know, people that fight for causes and stuff, it's not always welcomed, I would say. At yeah. that point. A year ago, I would say it's different now, if I'm honest. I think there's more opportunity to have discussions, but certainly when it first kicked off, I personally feel some people's heads were still clearly buried in the sand. Did you feel yeah. like you were walking on like scary territory? No, I was still very much in like the emotional phase. Mm-hmm. And I remember actually a specific conversation with my dad where my dad's always said you should be a barrister because he's just always seen like the fight in me for anything. <laughs> when I think something, so I make sure it happens. And um, I remember a specific conversation around Black Lives Matter and I got like quite emotional about it. And he was like, take this in the best way, but you need to try and like take the emotion out of this to get mm-hmm. your point across when you're having these kinds of conversations mm-hmm. and be like fact first. And I took that on board and I took on board, I think what like you said, Nye. And I just think time helps and yeah. having certain conversations multiple times helps. Yeah. Um, and now I think I'm in like a better place as an activist, <laughs> if you like, than I was then because, um, yeah, I think it was all just very raw then. And now I'm like, so oh, it's, it's a horrible thing, but you kind of get like more like prone to or kind of like used to these subjects so that you know how to like deal with them in the right conversation and yeah in the right way um this is why I don't speak about it because at work they kind of try and make me advocate I am like a minute I am one of a few black people in my organization and um, they always try and oh you know maybe you should speak up and talk about it but I am so emotional about it it will all come out just totally Mm -hmm. wrong so I'd rather just not but I wish I could take the emotion out of it and just Mm -hmm. be more factual but it's hard isn't it it's so hard Mm -hmm. I mean for me I'm white and it's hard like I can't even Mm -hmm. imagine you know how that feels I mean the only thing I can relate it to is like when I speak about like women's topics for example Mm -hmm. and it's like it's far harder to take the emotion out Mm -hmm there as well so yeah but I mean 
no I will always be driven by my heart and that is emotion and so I'll always be an emotional person like I am and that is me and I'm proud to be it um but I think I think the thing is I know how to like drive a conversation a little bit better now Mm -hmm. and that's through various things that's just because time allows you to have the conversation more but also like at work now like we've had some Mm -hmm. of those training sessions and things on um (laughs) I can't even remember what like they're all called but they've been like fantastic around like active bystander and Mm -hmm. here's a question do they help them because as a black person when I see Mm -hmm. these training sessions I'm like like oh god like I see it as a positive that we're doing something towards the change but for me that I just see it as it's not for me and I do attend them don't get me wrong because if they're doing anything that they do to help the cause you know exactly I'm for it yeah yeah yeah, 100% but I do sit there and think I think (laughs) does anyone gain anything from this and that's why I'm asking you as a that's why I'm asking yeah like do you gain obviously you said that you gain from it well I think it's that having the conversation more than what you're always going to like learn a new like response or I just think talking is like the best thing we can do to like Mm -hmm. learn and process and so I think it's whether or not I'm like oh wow what a fun like I hear the same thing at every single like we talk about like microaggressions and the meaning Mm -hmm. of it and I'm like yeah I could like give you a dictionary definition of that word now because I've had that training so much so it's not the content and the like the definitions and stuff but it's more just having conversations with different people so the ones I find the best are always the ones where we assume at the minute they put you into breakout rooms and you have a discussion so they'll like talk for a bit put you into a breakout room you discuss that topic and then you come back and share Mm. and then you go back in because the ones where it's like here's a presentation I think you can only hear some things like so many times and then you understand it and you're kind of like ready for the, the next um so the breakout rooms I think have been really really useful but aside from that yeah you so Charlotte is very actively involved in kind of the I guess promotion and advancement of our black students oh that's good where we work Mm -hmm. um and as part of it so as part of all this kind of thing we had a brand new we've actually had two clubs haven't we've had a student club and a staff club Mm -hmm. so Charlotte you've been very heavy on the student clubs like really heavy last week every day she, she said she we Charlotte and I with the help of some of the students created some videos did me a series of videos yeah. so Charlotte's been on socials just plowing those out and it's just so nice to see so thank mm. you if I've never told you directly Aww. honestly I really appreciate it because sometimes it's not just about black people mm. by numbers getting somewhere we really need to rely on people allies, like Charlotte and I like yeah, yeah allies to mm. really support mm. and keep driving it and that's exactly what you're doing and still doing and I, I just don't see it ending anytime soon mm. no so, way and yeah. you know like thank you for bearing with me as well because you know I think back to the first conversation we ever had now I kind of on this and I think we were just on a call and we were talking about some content we were going to put out and I was like for god's sake can you just make sure that it's like a di- I think it was like a diversity in terms of like the pictures on it or whatever I was like yeah. it's so forefront of my mind and then that's kind of like we started talking and then I was like well of course nice thinking about that like mm-hmm. nice black but I hadn't even it was just yeah. I was like pushing this out so much and then we started having this conversation and then 
yeah it was interesting because you were like you know but then there's like tokenism and we don't want to go down that way yeah. so you teach me all the time as well so thank well, you you know <laughs> no but it's important and I think because I've always done this kind of role and I guess being black makes me celebrate differences probably more than other people mm, so, yeah. just yeah. to some extent so I feel it's always been part if you look at some of our comms from years ago you'll always see representation because I think that's just me kind mm-hmm. of thing yeah but then if you if I look at other things I can clearly see a difference now of more representation which is a good thing you only have to look yeah. at the tv every other adverts of black family we spoke about this yeah. I mean how much is too much because sometimes that it's makes like, I feel a bit uncomfortable it does, yeah, like, you see it's tokenistic don't you I do because I, I think see it, it's positive do you I yeah. feel like, well, it depends I feel yeah. let's take steps kind of thing because during that this past year it's like one time I was what and I've said this before on the podcast I was watching something on channel four and in the advert break every single <laughs> advert was like a black family and I was just What's like wrong this, with that? <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with it and maybe I think more about what other people think actually I think yeah, part do. of it is yeah, like oh god it's do. like the Sainsbury's advert all over again then you'll go to Twitter and they'll just be slating everything yeah, yeah. Like, oh, well just you know what it's, everyone yeah and it's as long as they keep it up like you say like you know the all these companies yeah. have done this for the last year so that's great but keep it up now don't let it yeah. be like a one yeah. hit wonder you know yeah um and I think that's like my determination now is to keep the momentum going yeah. in the workplace but just anywhere where you can mm. okay um, that's good I mean we weren't going to talk about that kind of stuff but <laughs> no. that, that, yeah thanks Sim, for bringing that up because it's really yeah it's really interesting and impo- important different perspectives I guess, I mean, I just wanted to have a general chit chat with you, as I said, from talking to you and stuff that you've been saying. I know you've been dating and I really want to hear some stuff about dating, (laughs) especially dating during lockdown. I mean, is that a thing? Are people dating right now? People dating? Well, you're not dating. (laughs) She's she's been been done dating. But Are you dating now? (laughs) I'm not. I can't be bothered, to be honest. I feel like I'm just quite comfortable in my life. I've got a few things that I'm trying to do. Mm. and I just not say I haven't got the time because that's not really true but I just I don't want I'm all right right now yeah I think it comes in phases doesn't it and it's like when lockdown was really strict online dating was like helpful like you know you can just have a swipe have a browse you know like do your thing (laughs) have too many negative things about this online dating it sounds awful (laughs) people were like like I personally didn't but certainly some of our colleagues were having like cooking dates and stuff over zoom oh, did you do I had one of those. like that did you yeah oh, I had one of those out how that went was it good um oh no it's awkward I don't I don't really like how it. do you, do you, do you position the camera by the cooker what what does that yeah, look like just like pop it on the side and then we made pasta oh God. <laughs> yeah like literally pasta from scratch first time ever so I was like oh this is embarrassing can you just watch um, the book or do you cook something as well yeah, well, no, we both cooked the same thing. Oh, it's like that and ate it. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. my god! So it was like instructional, or what? What? Yeah, instructions like one by one. And um, but the thing is, I remember I was fed up of like I just wanted to eat. I was hungry, and I knew this thing was like over an hour. So I started, and then he was like, "Oh, I'm just going to Sainsbury's to get the stuff," and I was like, oh. "Right, well, oh, you know, no. <laughs> like, I'm I'm on no. step three, and you're still at Sainsbury's." <laughs> <laughs> I just like cracked on and then we had a conversation but um yeah not my favorite no I'd write it depends what you're in it for doesn't it and I think I was just like lonely like everyone was it was locked down and um 
Yeah, I mean, he was a really nice guy. And then, like, we've met since and stuff. And oh, then hold on. So it wasn't all bad then if you've met. No, so oh. it did continue. Oh. Yeah. That wasn't the first virtual date. The first ones were, like, just, you know, like, FaceTimes. And then, yeah, we decided to do that. Which what were you going to say? Like, and I was going to say, do you have a type? Like, what do you look for when you're dating? Yeah, I definitely have a type. I mean, online, of course, it's like all visual, isn't it? <laughs> so that's yeah, all you're going course. from. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because like, I judge people if they don't have a bio, but then I don't have a bio. <laughs> so I'm like, who am I to judge? Um, but Why yeah, do you judge? Because I... you can't find, it's just superficial because all you're looking at is their photo, making decision based on that alone. Yeah, and I'm like, and what you just think you're too good to even like write something about yourself. Yeah, <laughs> do, you, do you think? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh bless, just the face alone, thanks. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm not expecting to find my like life partner on a dating app, so I'm just there for like, you know, the fun. Oh, but you might do because this new one. So tell us a bit. Well, do you want to tell us a bit about him, or do you want to keep that to yourself? I can tell you about the new one. The new one's done now. It's oh, past the date, it's gone. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, it was. Do you know what? And I do think that things are about timing. And I think this is what I was saying now about phases. Is like Mm. he. It felt right. I was like, you know, lonely at the time, and was like, you know, just want to kind of build a connection. We built this connection virtually. He was in London. I'm up here at the minute. I'm up north. And um, so we like carry on dating and talking and everything, and building this like connection. And then we met and then I was like, I don't want this commitment. <laughs> this is, oh, and I no. could feel, I know. And I could like feel a guy? Like he, the, yeah, <laughs> I know. But I was a good guy about it. So that's, you know, I've been honest now. So I was like, look, the, the reality is like, I want my, you know, hot girl summer. No, I just said, you know, like it's been a, it's been a long year and a half nearly now. Like, and I've been through a breakup in that time and I've been waiting to have like my freedom mm. and now it's my time to have it. And I'm not going to commit to something, especially something that's not like here. Mm. I don't, I don't even know like where I'm going to live in the next like six months or whatever. Mm. So I'm just like, it's the wrong time. I'm busy and I'm excited for my holiday next week. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Well, he very much into you though. Was he upset? Are you breaking hearts? Um... I don't know. I don't think guys like they don't really like show emotion to that. Yeah, I think he's Depends like what kind of guys. He was really yeah, I know. Well, he was like really clear that he wanted like when I had the conversation with him, he was like really clear that his expectations were of more. I feel sad for him. Sorry. I don't know him, but I think it's different. But, when it's the other side, isn't it? Because I guess naturally, is yeah. uh, guys are normally the one with the upper hand. I think at this early stage, I think. Do you agree? Well, yeah, but guys wouldn't have had that conversation that I had. Guys would have just let it go on. That was convenient for me. I could be like, oh, yeah, when I'm in London, I'll see you. And, you know, you can take me out and we'll do this, this and this. And then what? I'm just like constantly leading him on, knowing that it's not going anywhere. But guys would just continue, continue, continue until and then they would just go. Yeah, Yeah. terrible. So what kind of guys are you into, Charlotte? Let's see if there's Um, any listeners out there. (laughs) <laughs> well, your sales pitch okay well I need to see your job but you see me <laughs> I work in recruitment She's not I do <laughs> you know what this is what I do like I'll be on tinder and I'm like recruiting for work I'm like oh, work no. where right. <laughs> have you ever considered I know it's really bad I have to and even when I'm out I did it have recently I was like that? in a bar 
Have you actually said yeah. that to people? Oh like, my god! Not seriously, but when we've got on to, you know, sometimes you chat and it's like, oh, what do you do? And I'll be like, oh, and then I'll say what I do. So then they're like, oh right, yeah. And then I'll be like, have you ever considered? What yeah, I do? yeah. And uh, yeah, and then it goes from there. But no, I don't. I generally don't come. I might push them to like an event or two. <laughs> and that's Hosted it. by like, you. <laughs> come and see me in action. <laughs> exactly oh um yeah no but I do find myself doing that so what are my interests um do you know what like if if we're being like serious then Mm. it's about life experience and some and maybe this is like maybe my expectations are too high but I want someone that's like different to me so they're going to bring something to my life like don't be Mm. don't have the same life as I've had that's boring like I want to learn from you um I'm a big like one for travel so they've got to be into like traveling and now oh god imagine (laughs) well ideally as well they're of like a different nationality so that I can do like the dual passport thing oh oh, okay yeah (laughs) like I'm not really looking for like you know if you've already got what I've got like literally bring something new to the table yeah so you're saying you don't want a white British man because that's what it sounds like oh really (laughs) see okay well yeah, that's good to know, Charlotte. I'm gonna have yeah, my eyes and I feel like my fr- yeah, <laughs> and my friends are quite clear on that. Like they'll be like, "Oh no, you won't be interested because," and they know that if it's like yeah, sort of white British, it's not really my. Uh, and is that just <laughs> so, because they're so similar to you? Do you think is it is it based purely on that, or is it just attraction? What's that based on? Yeah, I don't know because it interest? sounds a bit like of a very general statement. So I guess it it, it could be that like you're white and British but have had like (laughs) a lot of travel experience and like plan to in the future as well and it could be a fit so do you not go for white British guys just because they're so similar to you or is it more about kind of the physical attributes that you're not so keen on yeah I guess it is physical let's be honest because Mm -hmm. that's the first thing and I guess I'm not that into that and then it's also yeah I mean it could because I guess they could you know people say to me you shouldn't go on look so I'm like okay so if that is the case (laughs) then you better be like white British and have like a lot of experience and like travel and you know stories to tell and Mm. you know and and still want that you know like sometimes like you'll see these bios on Tinder and they'll be like not traveled much but want to travel the world and I'm like bore off like you're 30 if you've not traveled yet (laughs) what are you doing waiting for me to buy your ticket no have you so, always known like from an early age that actually I'm probably not going to be attracted to a yeah a white guy or a white British guy do you know what's really weird is when I was like five or six and my mum's always said this to me I said to her I want to have black babies when I'm older oh you're that typical girl <laughs> right yeah but that's like a really young age and I think maybe I've just naturally always been and considering I'm from a very white county in the north of England yeah right really weird but anyway so it's it's weird in that like where did I get that from at that age um like you know the only only like white people at school pretty much you know like Mm so uh, but I had this (laughs) desire at that young age yeah and what is it about that are you intrigued by the culture like what is it about that because as a black person it's it's Mm. nice to hear you say that out loud because Mm. 
it's a kind of running joke, isn't it? Sometimes about, oh, she just wants a brown baby. Because we went to a predominantly white school and yeah. there was a lot of girls right. that basically just wanted, we used to say a black man and a brown baby. Yeah. That's what they wanted. Yeah. They were very clear yeah. about that. So that's why we laughed when you said it, actually, because it just reminds us of some of the girls we went to school with. Yeah. Um, and I just, I'm intrigued, like how, mm. what's the thought process behind that? And like, what, yeah, why do you think, what is the thought process behind that? And why she, do you think she, that? She knew. Where did it come from? Well, but yeah but I'm well no because then I went on and became a teenager and stuff and was in relationships with white guys so like I was in a six-year relationship from 14 to 20 with a white Mm -hmm. guy who at that age of course I was like oh you know I'm gonna be with him forever and stuff and then wasn't and then continued to date white guys until I was like 22 23 and then and then I went and I moved I traveled on my own (laughs) And then, no, and then I moved to Australia. Uh And that's when then I was like, I traveled and I was like, whoa, there's like so much more to life than that. And I think, I don't know, did I like, I mean, is the psychology behind it that I almost like resented how long I just had this very like sheltered life that I would, but now I crave Mm -hmm. like anything new and different. Maybe that's like the psychology Mm -hmm. behind it. I don't know. But I just know that I'm always looking for like stories and excitement and, something new and then people like my friends would be like well that excitement doesn't last long and then everybody you know becomes yeah, boring but yeah. I'm like well I don't know I think that I think that that is exciting I think you've got to be attracted to the person and that's now what I'm attracted to but no it's not being a first like five-year-old to like 22 year old <laughs> the in-between bit was all quite white um yeah. it's, funny that, it's funny that you said that because I think um we do often think to ourselves, ah, oh, a lot of white women are attracted to black men or probably not black men. You're saying it's not because it's not just black men for you, is it? Is it just anyone that's yeah. quite different, basically? Am I right in yeah. saying that? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But like I think... Non- yeah. No, I was going to say, I think like we do always think to ourselves, is it because we're more interesting? And from what you've said, that's basically what you're saying, isn't it? Um, we're giving a bit of a different life experience and that's why exactly are there any nationalities that you're more drawn to do you like Jamaicans I've honestly had like such a mix like in terms of um like nationalities that like jumped to mind like my ex was um Algerian and then um Brazilian Italian like it really varies so like do you see what I mean in terms of like it doesn't Mm. it's not about it's not about skin color for sure it's just about that like difference Mm. um I recently I don't know if I should say this like Sri Lankan okay German yeah so it's like as long as it's um different to me yeah yeah which is a good thing I think it's really good actually that because in in talking to these guys you it, it's making you a bit more worldly if that makes sense yeah I don't feel like I've got those connections yeah. I know white people or black people, people and that's what I was about to say middle, yeah I don't know any Brazilian yeah no so. I think do you I know, know what great. I think listen to you I think I would be with someone exotic if I wasn't with my partner like a Brazilian <laughs> or something yeah I think I'm, <laughs> I'm all my poor partner I'm always talking about someone other than him <laughs> <laughs> But, um, and I think for that reason, you just want someone to kind of like give you a, just a different outlook on life, you know, mm. add that extra yeah. bit of spice. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that is exactly it. It's something new. And I think I want that to become my norm. I'm not saying like mm-hmm. it's got to be constantly exciting, but I want to be like a part of 
something new and different and yeah, I love the idea of travel and I guess one way that you can like guarantee travel forever is to marry or be with someone that is not of your nationality so there's that content like traveling to different families and actually thinking about it that is the norm so I'm one of five kids mm -hmm. and the other three out of the other four are all with ones with an Australian ones with an American ones with a Canadian oh, wow. um yeah and then the others with the with a Brit but um so maybe it is like quite normal in my family as well and I probably kind of maybe crave that a bit from that maybe that's the only girl are you no I'm one oh. three girls two boys oh okay so you see like so what do you so in terms of you not going for your typical white British man then yeah on paper <laughs> love island speak can't wait for that and um, what do you <laughs> what do your parents think of that are they cool with it or had did they have an expectation that you're gonna have a you know British white husband is what what do they think about your choices no they are totally like yeah I mean they wouldn't even dare to try and tell me <laughs> so, honestly like they would not want to deal with that rap so um no they're, they're all they've always been with it like this whether it's friends partners whatever they've always just said as long as you're happy yeah. um so yeah that is that is their outlook how um, about family members have you had family members no I remember like um when the Algerian came for Christmas and my granddad was like I don't know if I'll understand him and I was like well he speaks English so <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah but no I just think I just think that they you know like I said like my dad has always said like you should be a barrister they mm. just know I'm like this kind of driven very like focused person and there's almost just no point in even trying to tell me I remember um my best friend when that when the Algerian relationship fell to pieces um he, she was like do you know what maybe you need to try something different next time like maybe you just need a British guy yeah. where like you know because actually language barriers mm. can be a thing and mm. I think she was coming from that stance like you need someone that you can communicate with without like you know mm. any issues mm. and um which I, th I can see where she was kind of coming from with that mm. um but yeah but otherwise no I don't think I really do get mm. questioned on it I don't know if people understand it but they don't need to that's what yeah. I was going to ask you because I think relationships are hard anyway when you come from a similar background mm. yeah. um and a lot of community sorry a lot of relationships break down because of miscommunication yeah. so yeah like I can imagine your relationships be even more complex when you're dealing with all these different other elements. Yeah. Have you got any examples of like where that is just this a total of being like, thing. yeah, just <laughs> you've just missed each other like completely. This is why I'm single. It doesn't actually work. It's what I want, but it doesn't work. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. Like, no, I just think, I think other relationships or, or whether they're just been like dating or whatever, it's just not worked because of like normal reasons. Like, just guys being guys do you think it's a phase um, do you think you'll grow out of it like <laughs> and I mean that yeah. in terms of obviously can I ask your age do you mind saying your age? yeah I'm 30 next week so oh. I guess yeah like in your mm -hmm. 20s it's yeah. you know you've everything's full of life and jokes and like nothing's that serious yeah. is it maybe for you it is in the moment but now we're on the other side of 30 Looking we realize actually nothing's that deep in your yeah. 30s you've got all the time in the world but do you think as you get to like you well 35 and stuff you might think actually I know on paper it sounds really good to have these different experiences but actually it's just far too complicated have you ever had mm. that conversation with yourself I know you said your friend mentioned it 
Um, I don't think it would happen unless I got really settled in a place and knew I didn't want to leave that place. And then I'd be like, now I want to find someone who's equally as settled in this place. Okay. But my life has always been so like on the go and like not really having like a home. The only, the only time I've had like a home was in Australia where I stayed in like one city for like three years, but otherwise it's quite, I move around a lot. And so I'm looking for someone who's like similar or who, you know, it can be that like traveling thing. But maybe if I was like, for example, okay, yeah, I've decided like London's where I want to be. I only want to be here. So you better be here and want to stay here as well. Then maybe I'm more open, but I'm generally only going to want to live in like a very sort of diverse city, if Mm. you like. So like, you know, London or something. So that's the only way I can really see that happening. But otherwise, I don't know. I I don't know. We'll see what thirties bring us. How have um, their families perceived you and received you? Have you ever met any um, of their families? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I who like, wouldn't have been? <laughs> no, in terms no. of, obviously, because some of these, um, some of these cultures, like Italians, I can imagine Italians probably to want to basically want their family to marry other um, Italians. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm not familiar with Algerians and stuff. And I just wondered what it's like mm. for them bringing a white English lady home. Yeah, so no, so I haven't met families apart from the Algerian, my ex, because the others were more like dating and not really okay, yeah, relationship. Um, so his family, um, yeah, they, I mean, so Algerians like Muslim culture, so I think the the norm in in Algeria where they live is like, yeah, I think ideally you marry sort of within the culture, um, but his family were like very forward thinking like actually all his so he was like French and that like he had a French passport his brother and sister were the same and like had moved to Paris so he was living there so they were just quite a like yeah open family Mm -hmm. to that um so I remember his parents lived in Algeria but we met in Paris and they were like very warm and welcoming and he's like yeah like built a relationship with his sister and stuff and I don't think that that would have been a problem um but I don't know I I, I don't know I will I'm gonna I would love to speak to you in 10 years time (laughs) because you know what I'm saying honestly I feel that's where you're probably gonna find it gets complex when you start getting into that long-term territory how Mm. these other nationalities perceive them because yeah. so sorry go on to say no because no, no. no, I can imagine you said that your family are really open to interracial dating and stuff um mm. but I can imagine some other cultures aren't so much and that yeah. might just be yeah. interesting no it would be interesting yeah. I think what will happen with you Charlotte if you do go for someone white British it will be totally by accident yeah I think you won't I be do. looking and you you could potentially just meet someone you think gosh you you all have ever wanted <laughs> Yeah. And it's, but you know what? And it's not that I'm like this. No, I wouldn't ever be like, no, I'm not open to that. I'm a very like open person. So I'm open to anything, but it's just that if you're on a dating app, I'm not going to swipe right. I'm going to go left. Um, Yeah. But if I meet you and it, and it works out, then of course that's what, that's what works out. But yeah, back to your point, Sim, I think, yeah, let's, let's do this again in 10 years and see. Yeah. Um, but I do, I do can see that, but equally, I don't think I'd be attracted to someone like family is really important to me. And so I would very quickly want to learn about their family and like 
know how okay they would kind of be or you know what kind of whether it would work as a as a as me becoming a part of their family yeah yeah um, and if not then it's not something I'd probably invest in because yeah. um it's not yeah family is important to me what were you gonna say oh no no I just no. think it's such an interesting conversation yeah I just think it's really complex isn't it like um because even me like my partner is mixed race but his mm his by his um nationality is probably differently to mine so like when he says caribbean it's a different island to my family and even we have complexities in how mm. he does things in like just in basic things so i can imagine mm. if you're totally different nationality oh gosh yeah i pray for you <laughs> yeah. i'm not saying it doesn't work at all but it sounds like you're open you you love mm. the difference Whereas I'm yeah. just kind of like, and for some people, that difference does really work. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. It's just that's something that you, you like. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we'll see, won't we? <laughs> I think I like. I definitely think that it's a good point, and and that's why I am like very open to uh, anything. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, we're the right place, and when it's right for me, like mm. you know, I find that like some girls date and then they're they get so worked up about like the first date and like that it's like they've almost like given themselves to the guy already but it's like this is your interview like yeah. you're interviewing <laughs> them oh, she's in work mode now <laughs> no but seriously you know and and then like I'll have friends come to me that are dating and be like oh he did this do you think that's normal and I'm like well are you okay with that you know yeah. and that's the question you should be asking like yeah not mm. what what's he thinking what are you thinking about that action because yeah. if that's not right for you it's never going to be so like by now so yeah. I do think that there's that like you know it either feels right or it doesn't and I think mm. I, hopefully you can tell quite early on but I, yeah I agree that some things come later it's definitely something I think about like um my brother and his wife who's Australian so they're living over in Australia now and then like lockdown and stuff like I've not seen my nieces for like two years at Christmas yeah. and it's really hard but and I think you know my brother's always been really keen to move back to the UK yeah. I don't think he would like it if he didn't know anyway but mm -hmm. I sometimes think like how settled will she get there and will, would she want to and like I do see how it can cause implications and stuff even after kids like yeah. if you've yeah. set like a five-year plan and then the other person after five years is like actually that's not what mm -hmm. I want anymore what yeah. happened yeah, yeah. it's true mm -hmm. I am um, think a bit like that but yeah yeah like, I don't know about you but if I was dating again if someone was a different nationality and like and they have sensed to me that they would actually like to move back home one day for me I'd just rule them out from the get-go because I just know it's going to be complex that's for me I'm not a mover I'm not moving away from my family ever no I, I, I and I'd just agree. be like oh this is not gonna work and I think it's unfair when people do that actually because they get what do you mean like rule them out or no not rule them out when people get together maybe people who just aren't honest mm. maybe they don't know yeah. at that time they mm. might want to move back but they're here now it's working out we've met we've had mm. kids and all of a sudden this isn't really right for me well you know what you're gonna have to stay yeah <laughs> we're committed now do you know what I mean so it's yeah it's difficult because you can't stop them no disliking a country that doesn't belong to them do you know what I mean so no. then what do you do yeah the whole thing for me screams just it's a headache and yeah. that's just as I said that is me <laughs> and like the emotions of it the complexities of if you have kids oh god yeah. I just I, oh yeah I think I just it been, comes like, back to that, yeah it comes back to that point you made that like 
you know is it all really like worth it and what's going to happen in the long term yeah well then for you Charlotte you mentioned about liking people who are different and yeah. I, I'm, the, I'm the opposite I like people who are very <laughs> me too. because when he said it at the beginning I was like oh, oh I about that because I just can't imagine anything worse than trying to get to know about you blah 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 so if you're just similar yeah. to me it's just it's almost like a head start do you know what I mean we haven't got to argue yeah. then over x y and z but different people it's it's fascinating really what makes people tick and I was gonna say I could talk to you all day long about that bit of it because you're so different to me like yeah I, I couldn't think of anything worse would too. you like to have someone that there's yeah like similar. we connect yeah not even connect you can connect with people from all around the world it's just more a case of and maybe because I've been my partner for so long I know how it complicated it is on the basic level mm, I don't yeah. know else on top oh god I can't cope um <laughs> no and you make a really good point it's like I'm pretty determined now I'm not going to bother putting effort into something like long distance again because that's like what what Mm. my past relationship was and you think when it goes wrong you think I put all that time effort money into that yeah like what was the point like you know give me a refund please (laughs) um and and so like I've been quite sure on like I don't think I'd put anything into a long distance situation but then how else is it going to work I guess that's my point isn't it like I I right now I'm not in the place to be looking for anything serious because I don't know where my base is or where I want to be and I want to figure that out independently and then find someone who brings difference but kind of (laughs) wants the same thing yeah Yeah. oh yeah speak to you in 10 years (laughs) (laughs) I will play this yeah no in all fairness you're different to me and I so you will be able to take on a different outlook on things I think anyway. Charlotte just even the nature of Charlotte as your role networking with people meeting new people mm. connecting people that's you so yeah. that what you've said about kind of your hopes for a relationship mm-hmm. and a man is is exactly that it works yeah. I don't like yeah. networking I don't like meeting new people I don't like talking to people if I don't have to so it works for me yeah. just being over here just you know getting someone who I don't have to do too much yeah. work for and this is it now you know like work sets my expectations so high because the people I speak to on a daily basis are in like great jobs yeah loads of international experience and I'm like come on then like where's my where's my version of this do you ever like looking on tinder I was gonna say do you ever in that work setting think oh yeah yeah how do you how do you handle that situation I'd love there to be some eye can We work in yeah, the same place. I'm just not as close to the people that Charlotte is. And I'm like, oh, I think one day I'd just like to have a look at least. <laughs> I, I, uh, okay. So I once did a coffee chat. We do like one-to-one coffee chats with these people. And it was, you know, pre-COVID when you could do it in person. And we were in this coffee shop and he was like, oh, we'll have the cheesecake and share it. And I was like, is this a date? <laughs> with one now is that a cultural difference that's what they do in their country or is that just you and you're just over analyzing it or was that like a hint I don't know but I was into it whatever it was and oh you were into it now a student so I was like yeah like you did you share the me. cheesecake yeah yeah we shared the cheesecake um I think maybe we should edit this <laughs> got oh, no job out of this <laughs> that is so funny good story though well, that's what I mean about cultural dif- differences maybe he was just like in maybe my country your money. <laughs> this is what we do <laughs> I think he just wanted 
to come to what we do you know I think he wanted me to recruit him so he was like oh I'll you know I'll put like the charm on and then she'll fall for it so I fell oh, for it, it was and he's now um, he's now in so yeah <laughs> all you've got to do is buy me a cheesecake oh, and share it <laughs> yeah oh god that's funny yeah but otherwise on calls and stuff I think I don't know like maybe I'm like a naturally flirtatious person I think you kind of have to is it flirting if you're just like being engaged sales. and warm and it's been a salesperson yeah, yeah. Kind of I'm is, not good yeah. at that no I'm not good with that I'm just not good at striking up conversations with strangers it's I can't do small talk <laughs> I am straight to the point even yeah. my partner I was like the second day I'm like so we're together you know that don't you know, like, my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah like I can't deal with all the pity patty I wish it was more I can't can I I need no, to get you can't. I need to just get straight over. to it like, but Sim just take time just like ease into the situation Sim's like yeah. oh, let me ask <laughs> but maybe yeah. that's because you know everything because he's just like you whereas if like you know no it's just my nature I wish I was more small I wish I could do small talk is it impatience it's not impatience is it I just skipping the just we know where we're trying to get to so let's just get there all this no I get that stuff but I understand it's necessary it's necessary online imagine meeting part two date after you pass the date so if I was ever single I have a sandwich board this is what I accept don't talk to me you don't so, do Sim, have business. you ever done online oh god no she's, these guys have right. put me off for life she's pre-online dating era so she thinks it's fascinating when we've shared because we've got a previous episode with one of our friends Karen where they're talking yeah. about like she's talking about men just randomly sending pictures of their penises and yeah. stuff like that and Sim that was happens. horrified I've just <laughs> <laughs> it was like what I can't yeah. believe it and I genuinely sit there like yeah. I just I don't I wouldn't know where to start I feel kind of go on sorry I think I think that happens more if I'm speaking to I don't want to sound too like generalist but if I'm speaking to black guys that happens more what the penis is yeah <laughs> god black men <gasps> I think they're just letting prouder. us down oh, really? I think they're just prouder yeah <laughs> Oh, has God. he ever has a white okay so has a white man ever sent you a picture of his penis not not in the same <gasps> way I mean Isn't maybe like bad? if we're you know we're yeah. a bit further down the line but sometimes it'd be like oh what's your whatsapp and then bam <laughs> first picture and I'm like whoa really first picture straight in oh, yeah yeah black yeah, men do better yeah. please <laughs> <laughs> no no like we can't say all of them yeah um but I do find that will happen like more frequently. Imagine in that. that. What have been the differences between the different courses when you're dating? What's like, yeah. yeah. Are there any generalization? Like, yeah, anything you could categorize that are different between maybe when you've dated white men compared to Who other nationalities? The most money? Yeah. And this is, I know this is from your experience. Um, the money one's a good question. I don't. I don't know. I, I th- I've, I've never like thought, I think it's just the person, like yeah. who it is, Good. isn't it? And it's just like what they're like. I wouldn't ever put it down to like, oh, well, <laughs> you're because, this, this and this, and yeah. that's the formula. Um, yeah, I think it just depends on who it is and what they are like. The connection. Yeah. And also I'm not really like, you know, come and like show me something like new, like it. <laughs> Addicted. <laughs> something new for you. <laughs> but you know, like, let's go and like see. I don't know. I'm not too like I like nice things, nice dinners, and things like that. But it's 
it's also nice to like go and be shown like something that you haven't like seen before whether it be like yeah a new city or a new part of a city or whatever it is um I think some people just yeah it's dating always becomes like a like a show off like what's those posh Mm. hackersan and like Duck, yeah. and duck and waffle or something and all these I mean I like, would hate that yeah I've never been my best day I would have told you seen before was on a bench and I know he listens to the podcast hi on a bench Aww. eating a pick and mix literally Aww. for like two like hours like that, do you remember yeah. when it was like yeah. you know like winter wonderland on South Bank and we just sat there yeah. and it was just perfect yeah. it was my best day I've ever ever Aww. ever had I know who that is yeah she knows who that is it's the best day <laughs> I've ever had and we are still in touch. Yes, we are. But I just think sometimes you don't need all of those gimmicks. No. And I feel like men sometimes, and I think it's women that do it because women want to tell their friends and, oh, he took me here and he took me there. And I feel sometimes men feel pressured to compete mm. with other men to do these we things. We mentioned this on a previous on another podcast in terms of start as your means to go on. Because if someone <laughs> took me to these fancy restaurants like that's four it. times yeah, in a row. That's true. And then all of a sudden it just drops this off. This is us now for the next yeah, however many I'm, years. Yeah, I'd be a bit devastated, really. Yeah, what happened to Duck and Waffle every yeah. Friday night? And I, and I said this before, I know marriages that are broken up for something similar where they've lived this lie and then when they've got married and they get to know the real truth, it's like they're divorced within a year. Yeah. yeah. I know two marriages that have happened like that. Mm, start this is it. So it's got to be sustainable. And yeah, it's like bench, you say, yeah, and, and the nice thing about the bench, <laughs> the bench, <laughs> the bench is that you bench. get... <laughs> You, you it's like you can interact I, it's all about where you sit as well I hate that like sitting opposite someone like sit yeah. next to me in case I want to touch you or, oh, or really like, I think well, I'm opposite, quite I do. sit next oh I don't like so touchy feelings Charlotte wants I'm, someone to sit next to I'll her do you. I'd be opposite would well you? I sat next to bench guy because that was it's the, a bench it was though, a picnic it? bench I mean didn't have that option <laughs> but it was nice it was not it was nice. It was no tactile business or anything like that. But you want people to touch. You want to be able to touch. Charlotte wants someone to sit next to her. What and like touch your thigh and stuff. No, unless no. she wants to touch. Oh, him. you want to touch them? In case no, she but you know, urge. I'm really tactile. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like the oh, remember that time? Or you know, whatever. Oh, you are flirty, time. Charlotte. I can see. Yeah, it. I am. I'm like I'm naturally quite flirty, and I have to like rein it in. But no, I am. Love, you're like that, Sim. I'm tactile. Yeah, no, not like that. But if I'm you're shocked. talking, you'd be like. You will like. You I'm more like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she will like. I'm like nice. Yeah. She, you know, some people you talk to, like, yeah, because you know, and they're like, don't push me. Like, we can have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that. Sometimes you want to talk. It's, oh, you're so stupid. You are. Ha ha ha. I, I get that. And if it's kind of at a distance, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. Because you won't be able to. Yeah. And I think you can tell if someone really likes you by those little subliminal mm. kind of, you know. Mm. Yeah, some guys will be quite like sheltered and like not give anything away, and you can leave thinking like, "Did you have a nice time?" Like, do you know what Charlie asked me like about me understanding this online dating? I think the (laughs) whole thing is a head f a head (laughs) fuck. Like, I don't understand how you guys go through it. I just, I understand it's necessary. That's what we kind of that's that's the resolution we came to. Wasn't it necessary? Kind of well in lockdown. I feel for those who were dating in lockdown, then yeah, because there was no clubs and stuff, and I don't meet people in clubs anyway because I don't really go to them. But where do okay then to Charlotte as a thirty year old, if you wasn't online dating or whenever you're ready to do your next stint, where where do you go to find? That's what I was going to ask. Do you see it as necessary, Charlotte, as online dating? 
necessary to like fill the blank but recently so because you know at the minute like you go out you can't really like do an awful lot yet but we were I was out with a friend like recently and we were just in a bar and you're supposed to like sit on your table or whatever aren't you but there were some guys and I was like I want to talk to them <laughs> so I do I was like can you hear the music or not and just like made a conversation so then and then we just like went over and sat with them and then spent the night with them because like I'm quite yeah so I think I can do it if we're out but it's harder if you're like out on a girl's night and you're like dancing because generally like I don't know if you meet guys that way no I do I think like my ex I met on like a dance floor I think I am quite I'm just social so I can meet someone out do you think people just aren't social now I think the world's just made us unsociable well, like, that's what I was gonna say think about it if you're in a group of girls though let's say our friend circle where most of you guys are taken if I want to go and start talking to these guys you like might not want to join me having this banter do you know what I mean and I think it really yeah. depends yeah. who you're with yeah. at the time yeah. yeah that's what I'm related to that. that's that's true. Cool. yeah you're that's not true. with like if you're not with social friends it's not you're gonna not work on the pool. <laughs> if you're not yeah. all on yeah. the pool it's not gonna work yeah, yeah. it's so complex you I just, would sorry I'd to come with you well, no, she I'd would come with yeah, you yeah would come like, with you involved yeah yeah, wing, wing woman. That's so what you, you want, though, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But this is it. Like, just because you're in a relationship, you you know, men be don't become woman. invisible. Mm. Help no. your girl out. Yeah. And I think, like, when you're in a relationship, it's always nice to have a bit of like attention. And I think that mm. my friends will would like be down for that. Like when I'm, so we're going away next week, hopefully. And um, I've got like friends coming, but thinking about it, I think they're all in relationships but I think they'd all still be up for you know mm-hmm. being social yeah yeah I think um I like male company in terms of if we were going out I like the conversation you have if we was with a ghost group of girls and we saw mm. a group of men I would like I like the dynamics that a man brings to the conversation do you know oh, what I mean like so I like I'd rather that chill with guys and oh would you yeah <laughs> yeah that's always been me I've got a lot of male friends because I just think they're just mm. I just mm. prefer men's yeah. company, I'll be honest. But, yeah. Um, I enjoy that. It's just it's just meeting people. Like, how do you start that whole world? I just, yeah, I just, from my understanding, listening to you and other people, it sounds like... So, stay with your partner forever. I know. God, it scares <laughs> me. I just feel like, like it's necessary with... It's a headache, but it's necessary for you to kind of get to know people. I think people. it's necessary. I mean, back in the day when online dating was not as popular yeah. now... I think that's probably when I was frequenting it a lot more and people just thought it was completely weird. Oh my God, what if the murderers and all the rest of it? Yeah. And it's just like now, it's it's like everything in life has become the norm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like everything you do now is online, isn't it? Down to working from home in a pandemic. So it's kind yeah. of come to the point where whatever you do everything else online, so it's really not that weird anymore. It's just more weirdos yeah. that are on these yeah. sites. I and- think it's also just become a world of people that's just always online. Like, it's gonna get worse. I reckon people can't even probably socialize the way they used to. Like in ten years' time, they won't even be able to interact with each other. It's just awkwardness because they don't know. Well, how. yeah, and I think there will be people who hide behind online dating. Like they can, like I said, you can kind of build a connection virtually. So mm-hmm. they would be happy to kind of sit there and like mm-hmm. never meet the person. But that's kind of not really the right way yeah. to use it. And I heard actually mm-hmm. there's going to be a new app where mm-hmm. you have to meet the person within like seven days or the conversation expires or something like that. So yeah, that that's it like you... pushes people to actually like crack on, um, which is quite a good idea as long as... It is, but then some the people person. are eager, aren't they? They're like, first convo, here's, here's my number. What? I don't even know your name. 
<laughs> yeah. That's true. I think you need the basic, a... like, CV check. Yeah, do I? <laughs> you know, like, the kind of... Oh, oh. no, so, like, to me, what are you saying, meet them sooner rather than later? Uh, I'm like, it's got to be a balance. Yeah. Like, I don't want to... Look, we don't, we're not going to be pen pals and just do this online thing. We'll meet, but... I might be talking to six of you and need to know which one is worth my meat. Do you know what? It absolutely <laughs> blows my mind, all of this. It really does. Oh. I am, um, yeah. Interesting. I think I'd want to meet sick. quick. You want to meet quickly, but you just, there's like a tick list of things I would kind of want to know before. Mm, yeah. Like, like you say, now it's about building, like knowing that you're going to get on before you meet. So yeah. there just needs to be that amount of chat. But I don't want to like talk forever. And I mean, through lockdown, you had to talk forever and ever before you met someone. But yeah um Mm. yeah generally not I think you want to just kind of like talk for a bit meet because otherwise like imagine if you're talking all that time you meet them and you're like you're not for me and then what a waste that's dangerous as well isn't it because it's like you don't want to start I would hate to start to like someone and then I see them in the flesh and think but you like them though yeah but I like your personality (laughs) yeah (laughs) that should override everything whatever (laughs) I know yeah in an ideal world it would but it's it is dangerous isn't it and I remember I can't remember who it was I was talking to like an older lady said always try and meet very quickly and just get that get that initial I like you you like me in the flesh and then we can take it from there yeah, oh, as I said, it blows my mind. I don't think you understand. Genuinely. You do feel like a bit of a product, don't you? You feel like an, an item on a, on a shelf. Literally, you are. I think an putting item yourself out there. Yeah, I think it's it, I think, Can I say that? I think the whole thing is just horrible in terms of how we've got to this point. You, do you know what I mean? And and I understand why, but I just think, yeah, it, I think the whole thing's just horrible. So go back to traditional, go out. Yeah, and just dance and yeah. meet a man. Yeah, and ask. But a don't friend. you think this had to come in to for women to be able to be, or for people to be able to be, like single for longer? Because like, okay, they didn't have it in the previous generations; they couldn't have because there weren't apps and stuff. But that it's also because like people would just get together quickly and marry off quickly. Yeah, I but know. like now, because because remember online dating start dating started with things like eHarmony, which was for older people. Mm. It was seen for yeah, older people, and now it's trickled <laughs> down. <laughs> <With the> grannies. <laughs> She wants me to go yeah. and do harmony. <laughs> yeah, because no. I can imagine it sims out all the rubbish. That's my, that's my You have to do like a 10-page questionnaire, That's don't what you have? want. Are you serious? Anyone that I does that know. is serious. Oh, you guys. Yeah, you're yeah, probably you're right. You're not committed, you guys. No, they're serious <laughs> and there's, there's um, desperate. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I don't think. Yeah. No, I can imagine. I guess from, from having online dated, I can tell the types of guys we will sit down and fill out these questionnaires. I can just yeah. See. That's what you and want, Charlotte. Isn't it? I know you agree. No, why? Because the types of guys. <laughs> like when to. I talk about that bio, like it's got to be right. Like short, sweet. Like don't be going on about stuff <laughs> and like yeah, you know. And I hate the ones and- that come with their. If you got this, got that, don't message me. And I'm just like, you don't put. You can't. Hey, whoa, whoa. You know whoa. what else I hate? Homeowner. Like Anne. Oh, and six for five. <gasps> is that what yeah. he says? They'll just sell all no, of them. No, actually, height is useful because I'm a height. I'm a bit of a height. But, oh, it's, only height top, but it's only the tall people that Guys. put the height. And I just see yeah, that as true. really boasty, it actually. It sounds vile. It sounds like a piece of meat in a shop. It's, I think the we whole should thing do, is vile. We should put sim, not, not seriously, but I think we need to get an account and just the sim can see in real time what, what is you have to go through. You can have a swipe on mine. 
Honestly, yeah, I, I would have a go just to have a yeah, just to understand. But from what you guys tell me, it just sounds awful. I just it is, and you know what? It's everything I'm not really about. Like it is all about yeah. face value. But then you can very quickly decide if someone's the kind of person you want to speak to or not. You know what or makes whether... me sad, Charlotte, is the fact of the people that are doing it. Like I've spoken to you, I've spoken to Karen on a previous episode. None of you guys actually enjoy doing it either. And that's what makes me sad. When you find someone nice, it's a nice feeling, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and that's I was watching a TV really show the other day. <laughs> no, but it is. And it's, it, I think it can like. Worth it. Worth, worth all the, it. the crap. I don't, I don't know. I don't think I get that much crap. I can't say I don't. It's not that I enjoy it, but I don't, don't not enjoy it. It's like like it job is hunting, just... isn't it? If you look hard enough, you'll get a job. You get. You will get a job just, in the end. Or the romance just out of it. But so I would tactical. say, yeah, I would say don't use it if you're if you're like someone that's looking for a relationship. I wouldn't use online learning unless you use eHarmony. But otherwise, what would you? What I would wouldn't you use? Everyone. E-harmony. That's what you need. I'd love to see the data on he- e-harmony. It's probably average age of like 55. So is that what you want from me? Well, we are hitting 40. <laughs> it's like and you need someone, someone older. <laughs> Might be what you need now. Maybe I'll go and give it a go just so I can prove to Sim that it's just the calibre we think it's going to be. I just hate that. Oh, honestly, guys, I just... Mm. And I don't mean it in the terms of... Yeah, I just hate the fact of that where that's where we are at this place. Where... I do just, hate it, but I also think where else, where even a wedding, like people you always say a wedding's the best place to meet someone. Have you ever met someone at a wedding? Because I haven't. I'm like, well, what wedding's Not are you Not really someone I would want to, you know. Yeah. But it's, yeah, but also you get to my age and it's like. Your age. No, I, no, but your age. I go to weddings, <laughs> but I go to weddings and everyone's in a relationship already. Like people go with their partners, don't they? So I don't think that's a if good you're place. you steal someone's people. man, that's mm. not really the place. Mm. I just think you've got to like never be looking like I don't know that I've had a time in my life I'm like I'm looking for a partner now it just kind of like either happens or it doesn't and that's okay too yeah I think that if you're looking for something then you're looking for the wrong thing you shouldn't be looking for happiness in someone else so if you're looking for something go and do something else like don't don't spend hours sat on dating (laughs) websites or wondering how you're going to meet someone just stop thinking about it and like focus on you I know it's easier said than done but yeah, I just don't think you I don't think you need to worry I think about I that. totally agree. And that's mm. what kind of when I said to you, I'm just not looking right now because I've got yeah. stuff to do. And I feel like it's always at this point when someone does come along, you think, gosh, I hadn't even thought about meeting anyone right now. And then it happens yeah. and it's extra special because you haven't had to go out and yeah. search mm. basically. So yeah, exactly. <sighs> right then. Time's up. This was fun. <laughs> Seems completely deflated. Yeah, it's a sad state of affairs. What we're in, it but, is. Yeah. And how's it going to be for like our kids' generation oh, stuff? That's a whole new podcast. Mm. I think there will have to be something new because I think you know the new norm is that there isn't a norm, and mm. so we need to stop this like social or like society pressure that people mm. that we put on people of like life is about finding a partner like no it isn't life is about finding your happiness and if yeah. you find a partner on the way then fab mm. yeah. but um I think we use dating apps like you say to like find someone but just don't you know don't use it if you're taking it too seriously I think yeah oh, that's a good point yeah I agree with that yeah right then Charlotte thank All you right. so much honestly it's been such a good conversation I feel like I've known you for what three or four years now but I've whole new level now of, of getting to know you so thanks for joining yeah, it's us it's been so nice thank you for having me
Okay, guys, that's it for another episode. So follow our socials, Instagram. This is at This Is Unsure Podcast. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.